Now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the 518th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your returning host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my spectacular co-host. We've got the one and only Lord Seth Vilo of, uh, where is it, Scotland? Ireland? It is Scotland indeed. It is I. (laughs) And we've, uh, we've also got the uh, the competitive master himself, P. McGee. Hello, I am Lord of Nothing. Uh, Lord of the uh, Lord of the. Uh, I don't know what to say. I was going to make a pun and I lost it. It's late. yeah. yeah. Uh, we're recording this <laughs> at a different time than usual. Like I I I definitely like noticed the difference. But first, uh, let, before I go on that tangent, welcome to the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, <laughs> is the uh, stands for. The Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name we came up with in 2007, where we talk everything Pokemon from the video game to the trading card game to everything in between. Actually, there's some trading card game stuff to talk about today. I hope that's in the news. I know. Is. It is in the news. That's going to be interesting. I, I, have, ah. I, I have, like, not takes on it, but I want to talk about it. <laughs> I'm so excited, but I'm the TCG nerd, so here I am. Or at least in this group of three, anyway. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm, like, middling in TCG stuff, mm-hmm. where, like... I really like playing it, you know what I mean? But I'm not at the point where I'm ever going back to League or competing <laughs> in it. Like, uh, uh, well, one, I'm not a big fan of, like, the local scene. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I just don't – it's so much energy to, like, go to the store and play. And I that's mean, if they've, like, yeah. reopened. And then I have to go compete, and then I have to gather the cards. And uh, you see how many things – how many, like, great filters we're running into here. Yeah, there's I a reason it, competitive but... people retire at like the age of 21. It's a oh, yeah. hard lifestyle to keep up with after you get to that age. You know, when other life things take and take up. <laughs> yeah, like uh, yeah, I I get that. No, no, no. There's a reason why like most of the competitive like VGC players are just like college age kids. Those are the only people with the timeline to do it. Like the, yeah. the freedom to go around and and waste all of those hours. Right. Yeah. But then there's maniacs like me. No, no, I know you're going to try for the circuit, right? Because yeah, I'm gonna, because I I can, and I've already requested the two vacation days for uh, Orlando and Salt Lake. Oh, that's not those two aren't bad. Yeah, and they're kind of close to each other, so I'm glad that my work is letting me take those two Fridays <laughs> off. Kind of not back to back, but almost back to back. Yeah, that's not bad though. <laughs> like that's pretty good. Yeah, I'm super excited. So. Yeah. I'll be there. That's exciting. Good luck. Yeah. We'll root for you. Thank you. We'll root for you. Uh if you come to the NAIC, let me know. We'll we'll go to Dayton or Columbus to hang out. Spaghetti Warehouse it is. I've never been to Spaghetti Warehouse in Dayton. It's it's good. <laughs> I enjoy it. I feel like there's better places to go in Dayton. You are correct, but I still enjoy it. I mean, do you want to go to like City Barbecue? Like that's a good place to eat. I don't know. We'll figure it out if if that time comes. If that if that comes, yeah, yeah. Maybe if I, if I bomb push. the things and don't have enough points to even consider going forward, then meh. But we'll see. I don't know. I feel like if you're just like if you're semi competent, you'll do okay. Eh, 
I did okay enough to have fun mm-hmm. on the one that I went to in Knoxville, but mm-hmm. not okay mm-hmm. enough to make it to day two, so I was kind of bummed out. So, oh well. Oh, I get, how big was the Knoxville tournament? Uh, so, uh, either four or 700 people. I think it was 700 people. Okay, so... Oh, wow. So day two really... Well, man, McGee, like, the uh, regionals for TCG are they so are much nuts. bigger than VGC. Oh, I can believe it. I think when I went in 2018, it was, uh, we had just under 200, uh, VGC players, which was a bummer because at 200s when like they break into a top 16 instead of a top eight and we had like 192 or something. And so they announced like 102 VGC masters players and then they're just like, and then there's uh 1100 masters, uh, TCG players. Yeah. And it was just like, whoa, it's like an order of magnitude higher. It's crazy. So much, yeah. Yeah, I, I, the VGC is just so niche compared to TCG. And I, I think part of it's just the nature of the game. Yeah. Because you can VGC at home, but you can't TCG at home. Yeah. Yes. Or not easily. Yet. Uh, and probably not for a long while. <laughs> not yet. Till 2022 at least, single yeah. tier. Yeah. <laughs> and even then, I don't know if live's going to be a much better experience. Yeah, we'll see. To be honest. I don't know. All right. Uh, yeah. I don't know. What have you been up to, Mickey? I, well, one, I know you've done an Ask Me Anything. How'd that go? Yes. That was exciting. Uh, not with Puckle, obviously. I was doing it with a Draft League server where I had recently won one of the divisions, so that was exciting, which mm-hmm. has kind of been what my thing has been lately. So the AMA was related to that server where I had won the League division, and because I won that League, um, they're attached to like, the Sports Pokemon League circuit, so I qualify for a play-in spot for that tournament next month. Mm-hmm. So that's something I have to get myself ready for. Um, so that's kind of that's where exciting. my energy, yeah. So it justifies the amount of time I spent playing draft league that I'm <laughs> some of the larger events. <laughs> so that's where my focus has been the last several months. Uh, if you're on the discord, you can probably pretty clearly tell where my energy has been because you see me in there, that channel all the time, <laughs> but, but it's at least panning out pretty well right now. So I'm going to be focusing more on that in the coming weeks as I get ready for that plan. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. I played TCG on my vacation. That was about it. And I was like... It's a quality vacation. Yeah, I was just doing it because like, I had the time just to kind of like mess around. I also just mm-hmm. like... I don't know. I like getting... I like understanding what's relevant at the time. Makes sense. Yeah, because, yeah. Especially now because it's like really Wild West. Kind of, sort of. I didn't realize how many things we were missing right now with uh, with rotation. Yeah, it's crazy. It's a good chunk. It's a good chunk of things we're missing. Mm-hmm. But the variety is really cool, honestly. Oh, yeah, no, no. things that are good. Uh, what's my favorite part about rotation is that I haven't seen a single ADP, and I think that bothers yeah. people. Yeah. There's, there's nothing uber centralizing. Yep. It's probably how competitive Pokemon would feel if they ever banned Lando T. Uh, nah. <laughs> but um, tis. <laughs> but um, tis. Or you could just... Yeah, where like a bunch of other stuff would probably just start messing around. I want it to be unstable. I want it to. I want to not know what's good. Mm-hmm. I want another mega auto know moment. But- I always love when like you know I don't have the relevant experience with the TCG, but like when the uh, when smoke on like when OU changes like when we get to a new generation, that's always very mm-hmm. fun when the meta yes. is just rapidly shifting and no one has any idea what's good. It's just the best the chaos of it it's all. The best. Oh yeah. First couple of weeks of a meta being out are always the most exciting because you have no idea what's good. Nothing is centralized. No mm-hmm. one strategy is going to win. So it's just 
it's the Wild West. And so anytime that shows up with anything meta related, it's just the absolute best time to get into it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that's exactly right. If you really dig that whole mindset of like a brand new generation, what's good, what's not, it happens every year in the TCG and almost yes. every three months in the TCG too with new sets. So, oh wow. They were kind of yeah. doing it. They were doing a really good job, I thought, in Pokemon, just like in the VGC level when they were like trickling mm-hmm. in Pokemon with the DLC. Yeah. And then that that obviously has been stopped for like the past year. But yep, I'm kind of hoping that BDSP and uh, Legends spe- more specifically will probably go ahead and open that up. Like, I want that to happen. They just haven't said it's going to happen. <laughs> but yeah, save us it- home, please. <laughs> Well, they're going to let us go. They're going to let us take everything to home, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's confirmed. The question is, are we going to be able to pull like Weirdeer out and go to home, go to Swish? Yeah. You know. That is that's what we're all waiting to find out. I think we can't. I uh, man, I so okay. Okay, so I because that's is like a Dexit like denier 2 years later. <laughs> <laughs> I want I want it to be fixed in Swish. There's a few things that point out to me that maybe something will happen. One being that there's no identifier marks currently in either, I think, in Home or in Swish for BDSP or Legends Arceus. Identifier mm-hmm. marks meaning those little those little symbols? Yeah, like the little symbols that tell you what what game you caught the Pokemon in. There is a mark from Arceus. It's the Arceus ring. Oh, is there? Ring. Yes. Okay. Well, never mind then. But there, it's not in Swish. It might be in Home, but it's not in Swish. Yeah. Uh, no, no. Oh, you're talking about... You're talking about the what we've seen it on. The, I know we've seen it on in in the gameplay footage, but we haven't. It's not actually like present in the data for like home and home and swish. Oh yeah, well not yet, of course. Yeah, that but that requires the update, and that gives me hope that we'll see some kind of update with Sword and Shield uh, because the models are already done, obviously at that point. So yeah. there's not really an excuse to do it, not to do it. And if you do the math on like the Pokemon that are missing and like the overlap so far. <laughs> I did the math. I think it's actually like 63 Pokemon missing. If you just like take all of the Gen 4 Pokemon and you lump them all yep. in. And if you remove mythicals and starters from that 63, the number becomes like 34. Yeah. Oh, wow. So there's only like 34 Pokemon that like realistically are going to be quote unquote difficult to catch. And th- honestly, they're not that exciting. Uh- <laughs> Raylum's one of them. How dare you? <laughs> no no Breloom makes it into that is outside of that 34 the 34 are pokemon that aren't in bdsp or in swish oh oh okay okay now i understand you got it yeah this these are things like minior and bruxish and pat rat and trumbeak oh no not them yeah, what not are we them. gonna do <laughs> to be fair minior is a cool one fine but it's one of those things where like I would hope that Gen 8, by the end of Gen 8, you could, like, complete a National Dex if you buy all the games. Yeah. You know what I mean? I really oh, yeah. hope that's the intent. And so, if they're just missing, like, 34 Pokemon somehow, that's going to be so frustrating. Yeah. I mean, we're also missing, like, Crabominable and stuff. But they there have been uh, high-resolution images that popped up recently of Pal Park, the Pal Park area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, the greater, like, BDSP map that we've seen so far. And they've got little caves in it instead of, like, being able to use it for Pal Park nonsense. Oh. So I'm wondering if that might be a way to be like, hey, here's some extra Pokemon in BDSP. I would freak out. Well, we know for a fact there are things in BDSP that weren't in the oh yeah original games. So that some of that list can be corrected. Kind of sort of. So in BDSP, I think, or in Di- original Diamond and Pearl, up to, like, the... 
493 that there were. I think they're literally just missing like prior starters, Tropius, Tangela, and uh, one other Pokemon that's just like really out there. Like you can catch pretty much all 493 in Diamond and Pearl. Dang. Yeah, it's uh, it's actually it's actually really comprehensive. Uh, this which is a reason Thatch likes Gen Four, but it it's, <laughs> it does a really good job of it of filling in the gaps. But I don't want to harp on that too much. And this has been a long intro because this it's is a heck late. of it. Yeah. And Thatch is being uh, very wordy, so we're going to go ahead. All of us are. It's great. Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and let's go over to the news. So let's cue that epic music. Coming to you live from the Lavender Town Radio Tower. Just in. And welcome to the news. Uh, well, in the news, I'll let McGee start because he wants the first thing. I want the first thing because I understand the first thing. And when we get to the other two things, you'll understand why I don't understand them. <laughs> so Nintendo has released its quarterly sales figures for Pokemon games on Switch. The Let's Go franchise is up to 13.83 million copies. I think last time we checked in, it was probably like 13.5 million. It's not really going anywhere. Uh, if you, if you remember at like the end of 2019 and it was at 11. Yep. It was at 11 million. Rip. This is two years. So two years of sales have been 2.8 million. It's pretty entertaining how quickly that flatlined and turned into nothing, but it's still creeping along. I, it's very, it's very obvious like why it did. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Sword and Shield all the way up to 22.64 million. So that's still chugging along and then new pokemon snap which does not count the sales numbers for japan i don't know why is showing 2.19 million copies sold so that's a pretty solid thing i think uh what was it mystery dungeon was like in the 2 million range which accounted for japan mm-hmm. sales so this is probably 3 or 4 million that's not too bad for a spin-off though like 3 million no. copies is a good like for for reference we're talking if you're talking let's go pikachu which is at 13 million i think that's number 8 on the top 10 switch titles yep um and they typically stop reporting after the first year on the sales numbers if you're not in the top 10 uh which is uh, which is interesting but that I also since uh, let's go Pikachu and Eevee is actually at number eight. It's very likely that it's going to get knocked off that list in, within like the next few months. Oh no! Oh wow! I hadn't really thought about that. It's going to get knocked off that list because BDSP is coming out. Yep. I don't know if BDSP breaks it. It'll be interesting to see how this goes. I think BDSP will break. Let's go Pikachu and let's go Eevee. That's just calling it right now. I also think the sales trend will be much better. <laughs> yeah. I have no doubt about the sales trend. I'm just not confident in the final number. Like I'm, I'm confident Legends is going to get more. Like I'm, unless it's a really bad game. I'm not confident that Legends will get more for a couple of reasons. One, I think people are very skeptical. It's all, it's one game, not two versions. Uh, Pokemon gets, gets inflated because of the two versions. Oh, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, that is a factor. The other thing is that, uh, I mean, if you actually look at, like, Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee and you look at Sword and Shield's numbers, you could look at just being like, oh, people bought Sword and Shield and people only bought, like, Let's Go Pikachu or Let's Go Eevee. Uh-huh. You know? Yep. Yeah. So I think BDSP will probably outsell Let's Go. Like, in all honesty. I don't know that Legends Arceus will. I, I'm interested to see the sales numbers, but the problem is it's coming out in, like, January. Yeah. Which is a really awkward time to drop anything. It's an odd one. 
Um, which I'm like I said, I'm really I think I talked about this in chat once. I'm curious to see what kind of data they have on the back end that suggests that's a good idea because it's usually like the Christmas hangover. Yeah, I well, I honestly think they're just trying to push something out before Pokemon Day 22. Maybe I think they are because I, I, like Gen 9 could happen. But I don't want it to. I mean, timeline-wise, Gen 9 theoretically should happen next year. Yes, and I don't like that. No, I don't either. I It feels like we could be rushed through a couple of games that could have really paced us through 2022. Mm-hmm. But the way these timelines are kind of syncing up right now, it definitely makes it feel like Pokemon 20, Pokemon Day 2022 is going to announce the Gen 9 title. Yes. So, Legend... I Which is makes me concerned that they're pushing Legends out at a weird month just so that it doesn't come out after that announcement yes uh i i don't i think they're doing it yeah because of the announcement i don't know and part of me thinks bdsp was supposed to come out in 2020 no no because that's when that's when uh uh crown tundra came out so no Mm, i don't know if you were buying crown tundra you would already bought it at that point i think because you're you had to buy isle of armor as well maybe i believe the attachment rate for the dlc was already insane by that time so like meh it really feels like Legends Arceus was intended to be the Christmas title. I mean, if you look at the timeline of like other products that get pushed back as a D&D nerd, um, they push back a bunch of D&D books that were supposed to come out at the Christmas time frame. Yeah, I mean, March just feels like a healthier month for this to have come out in because like that's when we've seen a lot of big games show up in the March timeline. <laughs> that's when we're going to get our Breath of the Wild 2 news, okay? That's 100% what they're doing, by the way. They're going to be Breath of the Wild 2. It's going to be March 17th or whatever. <laughs> I think Legends Arceus was just stuck in an odd place and they were just like, January, yeah. Yeah, but if it's one of those games, if it is good, word of mouth will pick up copies pretty quickly. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I want to watch those sales numbers. I'm, I've said before, I'm Yo, really yeah. interested. They can be one of the quirkiest for a Pokemon game we've seen because Pokemon usually hits it really hard right off yep. the bat and then it goes down a lot. Obviously, Sword and Shield has been a special case where it's really had an elongated sales cycle, but most Pokemon yes. games hit really hard for a couple of months. And Legends of Arceus could be like a... A very different sales cycle where it starts off a little quieter than ramps up. So that, that'll be something to watch yep. next year for sure. Absolutely. Fun fact about the Sword and Shield numbers too. If Joe Merrick is correct mathematically, it's only 500,000 off the entire combined gold and silver numbers. That's what I thought. I, I was looking at that recently. Sword and Shield will 100% overtake gold and silver. Yep. Which will make it the best selling of all time, right? No, red and blue still happened. <laughs> yeah, as I say, red and blue are uncatchable. <laughs> yeah, red and blue are like 32 million copies or something. Stupid high. That's just that's like an uncatchable number, but it's it's cool to be second, especially 25 years later. Uh, all right, so uh, I'll move on then. Uh, the Pokemon <laughs> Company International have confirmed the mobile soft launch and global beta for TCG Live. Uh, previously set to be this year, it's postponed until 2022 to provide a better experience. Thank God. I, I'm wondering if they heard like a, a lot of community backlash because there's no training and uh, it's not going to have all the sets ready at launch. It felt really rushed in that sense. I don't know if that I don't know about the trading part. I feel like that's a design choice. But yes, I, I think that not having cards ready parts a bad choice, honestly, like not having expanded at launch feels really bad. I thought it did have expanded. But not like anything prior to black white. It, well, it will, it was going, it was, it was going to have it. No, the cards were going to be ready, but, um, it was going to be like up to like a certain set in, uh, Sun and Moon, I think. Then it was going to, they were going to add in the set slowly and then add an expanded. Got it. Okay. Well, no tournaments this cycle are expanded in North America or Europe, at least. So yeah. at least that's a good thing. Yeah. I, I mean, standard's a good way to play, but I like expanded. I mean, they're killing legacy, which is fine. Oh, well, I'm glad they're taking their time. 
Yeah, I'm glad they're taking their time too, which is uncharacteristic for this company yeah. such far, so far. <laughs> the, the whole TCG Live thing is also just confusing to me because I personally, and what they have shown so far, don't see what's better about TCG Live versus PTCGO, uh, but maybe I, I'll be shown wrong. I mean, I do like the part where it looks like you can just buy cards straight. Yes, there's a lot of improvements that I don't have readily in in the front of my brain to tell you here and this isn't really even the place or time to do it maybe when this comes closer we'll have to do a whole episode seth yeah exactly get you me and basket on here yeah all right well we can move on then we we pooped on it enough <laughs> uh, sure thing it's it is more tcg news which i'm tickled to be able to cover the pokemon company have officially announced the next set our february tcg set it is going to be called is that yeah, sure. I'll go with it. It's Starbirth. I believe that's what it is in mm-hmm. Japan. Didn't they? They renamed it, though. Didn't they? It was like Brilliant uh, something. They took one of the BDSP words. Yeah. Brilliant Stars or something like that. Brilliant Stars, I think, sounds very right. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Brilliant Stars in the U.S. But yeah, that's our, that's going to be our February set. I'm super excited. And it introduces a new mechanic that we saw was trademarked a thousand years ago. It's been nearly 3,000 years. Exactly. It is the V-Star mechanic, which is a two-prize Pokemon that you have an ability or attack that you can only use once per game. They brought back GX attacks. They basically brought back GX attacks, yes. Except sometimes they're GX abilities, like the Arceus that lets you search your deck for two cards, no questions asked, or the Leafeon V-Star that is a boss's orders. So this lets you dust off your uh, GX tokens. Uh, Actually, it introduces the V-Star token. It's the same thing. It is the same thing, but it, it's a whole new thing at the same time. So I think in tournaments, it lets you do like quirky things like use a banana for that. Uh, I don't think in tournament play. Okay. If, if they allow you though, Seth, I will, I will fund you to use a banana as your token. <laughs> like I'll buy you a bunch of bananas because what it'll be is if the banana is on the table, you haven't used it yet. And if it's just the peel, if you've eaten the banana, <laughs> you've, uh, you've used the attack. My V star is, is slamming a banana into my mouth. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Oh my god. It'd be better if there's, if there's a V-Star Tropius, that would be great. That would, oh my god. That would be good. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Oh no. Oh, but I'm super excited for this mechanic. The fact that it's on a two prizer and it can only be used once and the attacks on all of them are only kind of meh. It's not going to take anything over, but they will be very good to sprinkle in. So yes, very excited. All right. So the next one is uh, our video game battling news. We've got the news with the that people care about. This is actually a fun event. Uh, the next online event has been announced. It is the gym challenge single battle competition where players can only use Pokemon owned by the gym leaders in Sword and Shield. Huh. Registration is open until November 11th and runs the 12th through the 14th. It's a quirky event. Mm-hmm. I like quirkier events. I like that a lot. I think it's worthwhile. Uh, I like the fun ones where they have like cool limited pools and they used to be able to do that very easily by being like, oh, you can only use Pokemon in these color categories. And we'd have like a great pool of that when we had pre-dexit. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, to be fair now, it's probably not too bad with like the 700 some that are in Sword and Shield. I just wish the participation prizes were better. (laughs) It used to be like, oh, you want a shiny Tapu Lele? Come play. That's what they should go back to. Because I was like, there's just no no rewards they can give out that like- There are though. Because BP was so farmable in this gen. Well, yeah. I mean, there are with like that. Because I was just thinking, oh, I can buy everything I want because I can just farm BP so easily in this game. But something like a shiny Pokemon, that, that would get people to turn out. Shiny Galarian birds. Ooh. Yep. Done. There you go. I like this. I already did it for there you. It is. They aren't out yet. 
They aren't. They're, they're uh, shiny locks, so this is the way to do it. Uh, all right, Pokemon Go stuff. Mickey, you're, you're up on this. Yeah, still a couple weeks away, but we've got the next Community Day coming on November 21st, and it's going to be Shinx, who has been a mon that shows up every now and again with a lot of promotion, and then it's impossible to find for a while. Mm-hmm. So... Make sure you get your Shinx if you haven't already gotten your Luxray. I don't remember what the move is. Also shiny Shinx. Yes, also shiny. Also shiny. Yeah. Uh, more Pokemon Go stuff for you, Seth. Uh, fall on that sword. Heck yeah. <laughs> so Niantix announced the next Pokemon Go event. It is the Festival of Lights, and it runs from November 5th, which happened, to November 14th at 20 o'clock. 20, 8, 8 p.m. 20 uh, o'clock. Universal time. 20 Zero zero. It introduces Dedenne into the games, and it comes in two parts, apparently. Part one will be friendship levels increase twice as fast, and gifts provide more rewards, and you can open 45 in a day if you have that many friends. Ooh. The misunderstood mischief special research continues, and various Pokemon, including the aforementioned Dedenne, will spawn more frequently in the wild. There's not a list that we have here of what those Pokemon are yet, but that part's happening now, as of this show coming out, so yay. And part two, which starts on November 9th, which which is the day this show comes out. That's true. Team Go Rocket will appear more. You will be able to use the Charge TM to make a Shadow Pokemon forget frustration, and Go Rocket Grunts will appear more at Pokestops and Balloons. So some some dark things are happening on November 9th to 14th. Ooh. Absolutely. Ooh. Yeah. That's the news. Uh, I don't know what Woo! else to say. <laughs> we did it. That's everything that's happening. That's it. Da, 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 da. Uh, I mean, uh, watch out, patrons, for uh, Shiny Zashin Zamazenta. That should be happening this week. Woo! Now that I'm back, I wanted to be able to announce it on the podcast myself. <laughs> um, and then if you're uh, not a patron, I, I keep saying Dada Zarud and Sel- Shiny Celebi. That's going to happen as well. So definitely keep your eyes out for those things. Um, also get hyped. We've already planned advent calendar out. It's actually really nice. So on that note, uh, we're going to go ahead and, uh, we're going to kick it on over to Puckle's Pokey Quiz, where we're going to quiz your co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Oh, hi, and welcome to the Pokey Quiz the part of the show where we quiz our co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. I'm Mark, here to explain the rules. Our fabulous co-hosts will work as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that fans have submitted on the Discord server. Each question is worth one point, with Pokedex and multiple answer questions worth more, for a total of seven points. The host can use a free hint at any time. If they get all the answers correct and do not use the hint, they can cash it in for an eighth point. And welcome to Puckle's Pokey Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz your co-hosts. Thank you for that introduction. We are going to go ahead then and jump right into the first question. Our first question is going to come to you from Sly. What generation is the only one to not introduce a fish-shaped Pokemon? Okay, okay. not one. Not Gen 1, not 2 got Remoraid. Not 3. 3 has Feebas. Yep. 4 got Four has. 5 has Basculin. Basculin. Six. Uh, seven, seven has Bruxish. Eight. Eight has... Eight has... All right, between eight and six. We're most of the way there. All right. Okay. Swimming. Oh, yeah. No, we got the Barrascuta, so it's got to be six. Yep. Generation yep, six is correct. Uh, you guys you guys did it, so you're good. You're good. You got everything. 
Yeah. Yay. That's one point. Woo. Uh, our next question is going to come to you from Bam. Bam. And he wants to know what happens when you donate 1 million watts to the master in the dojo at the Isle of Armor. I don't know. Uh, world peace. He gives you a thumbs up. 1 million uh, watts total. One million watts total? What? Um I couldn't even begin to guess. Um This is all you say. It's all those uh, all the Watts things are like we put a soda machine that gives you proteins in the dojo. We do this and we put a Pokemon Center in the dojo. That's all that kind of stuff. What is a million? Um What's left? I mean you unlock things. Yeah. Uh outfit? Uh, maybe, maybe some weird outfit. I don't feel I like think that's you start a million. Out with the outfit. Yeah, you start off with the regular up, but maybe there was some other weird one. Mm. Um, it's a pretty sweet reward. Is it a rare candy? If it's a rare candy, if it's just a rare, if it's a lot of rare candies, uh, I don't know if that was a good hint or not. But I don't <laughs> who's, know who runs you're going to kick dojo? yourself and be like, I understood your your hint after you get the answer. So. Probably they give you a shiny bounce sweet. Ah. Mm. Who's the guy uh, that runs the dojo? What's his name? Mustard. Like, do you get to like? Honey. I guess he would. Wait, no, it's Honey's card. It's Honey's souvenir card. It's Honey's uh card. You you know what I mean, right? Like what? You get to like battle her for a card or something? Yeah. No, you just get her league card or whatever. I believe you. I know nothing about it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's it. That's how you get Honey's league card. Is that your final answer? Uh, that it's going to be that or a rare candy, and I feel like this is a lot better, so let's do that. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it to you on a technicality. Um, okay. Because you got like, you got like 75% of the way there. Um, okay. you get to yes. battle against Honey. Oh, at a million oh. watts. Um, there's one more reward after that at 3,280,000 watts, which is where you get the rare league card. So oh. I, I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you. Uh, just because it's a very difficult I did say battle. Thought. Yeah, yeah. It was said. McGee almost got you there. So <laughs> assist. <laughs> I'm going to give you the point though. So you, cool. <laughs> you're two for two. Uh, our next question is going to be your Pokédex entry question, as always, and this one's going to come to you from. Ooh, I don't know who I want. It's going to come from the Purple Knight. Its Moon Dex entry reads: It sheds and regrows its scales on a continuous basis. The scales become harder and sharper each time they're regrown. Who's that Pokemon? What in the... And that was from Shield, you said? Moon. moon. Oh, Moon. I'm sorry. Um, scales, sheds, hard and sharper. Sharper? Why would... I don't know. Guard? Jump? No, I couldn't do that. Mm, no, those are usually about it running Dragon? faster flying. It, was that in... Was that in... I don't... I have no idea. I'm terrible with the national decks. Continuously sheds its skin. Oh goodness. Um Is it a snake? Do we have any like scaly snakes? Scales getting harder and sharper throws me off. Like Seviper comes to mind because that one scythe on its tail, but I don't think those are its Como-o? dex entries. Wait. I don't know if the the Como line would have any sharpness. I don't know I don't know what the dex entries are normally about. Y- you said this is moon? Moon. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that yeah, that's Gen 7. That's where Como o originates. Yeah. Harder and sharper with each time. And it sheds its scales. I know it talks about its scales a lot in there. I mean, that's what a lot of its signature moves do, basically. Yeah. That makes got. sense, I guess. I'd, I'd be comfortable with saying Como o <laughs> Cool. 
Komo'o is almost correct, so you get the points uh, because it's oh, the same it's line. Hakamo? It's Hakamo'o. Yeah, it's Hakamo'o. Ah. I mean, I'm not going to make you guys differentiate between Hakamo'o and Komo'o. Uh, <laughs> Thank <so>. you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, Thank you very much. Uh, that that is going to be two points uh, for that question. Uh, the second it's entry was from Ultra on technicalities. Uh, the ultra, the ultra sun entry reads, it makes noise by clinging its scales together. When the rhythm has oh, reached yeah. its peak, this Pokemon attacks. Yep. That oh, yeah. would have gotten it. I, I still would have said come oh but yeah. You still would have said come because <laughs> who remembers that, who remembers their other Pokemon the in that line? What's a como and a hakamo? A hakamo is literally just like a smaller como. That's yeah, all it is. It's right? hard to say. A beta. Like, Jangmo is the fun one to say. Jangmo is a little bit different because like, it's at least like quadruped. Jangmo yes. <laughs> <laughs> but that's uh, that's four four for three. Your next question is going to be worth up to two points. Uh, and this one is going to be from Jeremy. And I hope you guys knock this out of the park. We're going to find out oh, if this no. is the case. Pressure. Uh, they, you're going to have to get there are four answers. I'm going to need all four for two points. If you only get two of them, you'll get one point. <sighs> this question oh, is going to be from Jeremy. And he wants to know which four non-grass-type Pokemon get Grassy Glide. Celesteela. Uh, I'm pretty sure gets it. I'm pretty uh, sure. I could be wrong on that one. I could be wrong on that one. You will have to lock them in, and I will give you two strikes. Two strikes? Okay, Okay, cool. Yeah, third one, you're out. You do have to lock Mm -hmm. them in there. We can wait on Celesteela. I could be wrong on him. Um, Grassy Glide. Oh, man. Because Celesteela with a priority move doesn't... And it flow and it. Ugh, I don't. I don't know about that. Uh, That's fine. They're weird. They're weird. God, I I know these two. I've read them. I've seen them. They're like in my head. That's the only reason I gave you the question. I know. Yeah, I know. Uh, are you gonna knock these one out of the park? He says. <laughs> I thought you guys would. I thought you would. Honestly. Uh, I mean, if its name isn't Rillaboom, like I don't know if it learns grass. <laughs> that well. Or, or um, what's the other one? The anchor dude, Delmise. That's yeah. That's Delmise, I know one. it does too. Um, but he's a go- like he's a grass type, though. I he know grass types. I feel like it's some weird fighting type, like. Like, well, I feel um, like there's like a flying type something. too. I will need Ooh, you to lock in could. answers. We probably have to use a hint on this uh, one. To be I feel like it's going to be surfetched for one. It gets weird amounts of priority moves, like first impression, for instance. Are you yeah. locking that in? Uh, it, we can try it for the strike, and then if we don't get yeah. it right, we probably should use. Yeah, that that's hint. fine. Uh, surfetched is correct. Okay, that is one. Oh, wow. There are three more. Ooh. Uh, there, I guess technically five because like one of them is part of an evolutionary line, but um, noted. Okay, like, it's, it's oh, it's a, a three stager. Line. No, it's a two stager. No, it's a two stager. I can't even count right. Uh, <laughs> okay. There's bad. two of there's two of them that like both learn it like in the full stage. I feel like there's a flying type. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there's a. I feel like there's got to be a flying type that like glides. I mean, like sort of like glides over the grass kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Or is there anything that loses its grass typing when it evolves? No, I don't think so. I was so. thinking about that. Not many things but lose could... typing upon evolving. Things um, like to eat grass. Yeah. Uh, could it be like... It's like a sap sipper type? Wait, wait. Can... Not, uh, ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. Sheep. Sheep. Uh, yeah. Does that get it? Maybe? I mean, 
I actually believe that's very feasible. I'm willing to take the stab on that one, and then I think we're going to have to use a hint for the leather too. Regardless. Yeah, I feel like it does. Shamu has one in PTU, and I feel like he's mentioned that. So I'm willing to put it. I'm, I'm good with yeah, it. Yeah, let's try it. Double, Double is correct. Also, Wulu gets counted in that as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sheep. Okay. Uh, Wulu. Yeah, but that's uh, that is two. There are two more Pokemon. Um, I will give you the free <laughs> hint that neither of them are Gen Eight. Okay. I think we're going to have to use a hint. Uh, let's use our <laughs> let's use our strike at least once. Okay, non Gen Eight Grassy Glide, Grassy Glide. Wait, Prior- Mew, Mew, Mew. Technically, yes. Are you locking that in? Yeah. Mew is correct. Uh, that's that's. Yeah, there's one more. You. There's one more. Duh. Man, I feel uh, stupid. This one likes this one likes to peruse meadows. Peruse meadows. It was it was in VGC for a hot minute. Like it was well, not more than a hot minute. Emolga, no. Pachirisu. Pachirisu. God, no. That's not even in the game. I know. Right, what are we missing here? Uh, in VGC for a hot minute. That's some interesting. More than that, choice. probably. No, I mean that's that's just me speaking. I know. Don't look into the word phrasing. Uh, it's not Incineroar, is what I'm saying. That's more it's than not a Incineroar gets grassy glide. Could you imagine the nonsense that would be? <laughs> oh god! We never use it. Uh, oh, this one you could definitely mistake for a grass type, and probably should have grass typing, but it doesn't. Is this? No, Florges isn't in the game. No, that's not no. correct. Flowers, uh, flowers. Comfy? That's it. Does Comfy have gliding ability? Yeah, I think I that's it. I can put on a Comfy. We'll take a stab at Comfy. Comfy is correct. That is yeah. uh, that is all four of them. Duh. With no help whatsoever. None at all. No. no hint. I got to view on my own. You didn't cash in the hint. Uh, I didn't. T- I didn't. Ex- I don't accept your hint. <laughs> All right. Your last question is your base stat question as always. And this one we're going to go with, uh, well, I'll let you guys choose. Do you want to do speed or special defense? Uh oh. Um, probably speed. Speed. <laughs> That's very uh, important. Okay. So special defense is the one we're going with. Um, I figured. Yep. <laughs> only because it's, uh, it's, it's also very timely. The question Reggie is like, phrasing. Uh, that's <laughs> what, let me read the question. You're going to find out why that's very wrong. Um, oh, okay. What Gen Four Pokemon has the highest special defense? What Gen Four? What? Okay, Gen so 4. so Uxie is going to be like a 130, I think, or something like that. Uh yeah, I something think it's 130. Bastiodon is up there. I don't remember if it's 130. Uh, Ooh, Probopass is up there. Probopass is like 140 or 150. It's high. Yeah, Probopass especially. It, its special defense is really weird. Its defense is... I think its defense is lower than its special defense, but I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure you're right on that. I, I feel like Probopass is the initial high pick, because Bastiodon's definitely more on the physical side, but its special yeah. defense is also very good. I think um, they're even, think actually. Like I think they're 131 each. Okay. I could be wrong. I like Probopass initially. I don't think any legendaries are going to skirt past that I can think of at the moment. Uh, not Dialga. Giratina's gimmick is its HP, not its defenses, really. They're like 100. They're good, though. Um, Arceus like is 120. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any, like, really skewed pieces we're missing here. Yeah, I feel like if it is, it would be one of the weird Gen 4 evolutions, something like, you know, the Tang growths and yeah. things like that. 
I'm trying to think if there's one in there. Gelade has 115. That's not high it's enough to count. 105. Yeah. I'm uh, going to need an answer. I'm fine with Probopass because I got nothing better. I'm good with that too. It's either, I feel like it's either that or Bastiodon, and I'm more comfortable with Probopass. So, yeah. Probopass is correct. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it has base 150 special defense. Bastiodon is number two. At 138, followed up by yeah. Dusknoor at 138. Oh, that guy. People forget that Dusklops can evolve. Uh, yeah. The, Why bother? Well, it needs to be able to evolve because of the Eviolite, which makes it good. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. true. That's fair. Which is what makes it good. Dusknoor ha- is a necessary evil for Dusklops to be good. <laughs> this is uh, true. But Dusknoor had its moment in the sun in Gen 4 before Eviolite. Yeah, it really so did. It, it was, was okay. It, yeah, it was doing okay. It was okay in Gen 4. So that gives you guys a perfect score of eight today. Yeah. You guys go ahead. <laughs> Seth, you are Seth. You are now in first place on the trivia board with 20 points. Ah! Uh, followed up in second place by Sublime with 19 points. In third place, we shows. have... <laughs> in the in third place we have Sigma with thirteen points. Tied for fourth, we have Whimsy Cotton Mark with ten. McGee, you're in sixth place now with your eight points. Ooh, uh Lydian <laughs> is in seventh with seven points, and Claude and Jushira are tied with five, and everybody else has yet to get on the board. Take that, Lydian. Sit down. So next time <laughs> we next time, uh if you want to listen to more, just tune into the po- podcast next week and we'll have more Pokey Quiz. Uh, on that note, we are going to kick it on over to the topic. Hey, would you like a green Tauros badge? Well, you can have one. If you come over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash pucklepodcast, we are going to be giving them out once we hit $850. We're going to be giving those to every patron at the $10 plus tier because uh, we love you guys. We'd love to see this project project made. Of course, if we hit any other thresholds on the way there, such as $800 for the week-long giveaways to the community, that would also happen as well. So, if you'd be interested in getting a green Taurus badge, be f- feel free. Come on over. Uh, if you can't support the show, don't worry about it. You just listening is enough for us. So, until then, though, guys, I'm Thatch, and I'll catch you guys on the flip-flop. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today is Hisuian forms that we'd like to see, and I think there's plenty here to talk about. I- I'm going to let Seth start, though, because I know Seth has been, like, really looking. Oh, Oh, no. Have you? Um, or no? No. <laughs> oh, well, then never mind. I, I have an idea, ready. and we're gonna have a uh, we're gonna have a good old time. I think Taurus deserves one, and not for any reason that relates to anything lore wise. <laughs> okay. If you look at every generation one Pokemon, they have had some additional form added to them, whether it be a Gigantamax form, a Mega, or uh, an Evolution later on in another generation. With the exception of, I believe, Mew, Mewtwo, Legendary Birds, or if you look Not at anymore. non-Legends. I mean, the birds got... Yeah, yeah, never mind. Yeah, the birds did. Yeah, Mew and Mewtwo. The other one's Ditto. Not Mewtwo. Tauros and Ditto and Mew are the standalone yeah. Pokemons with no evolutions. Exactly. I mean, there are Pokemon in Generation 1 that have evolutionary lines, like Firo, like like Electrode, like Dugong. Yeah, Tauros is the only one without anything, though. Yeah, it's the only regular Pokemon. Uh, outside of Ditto, but Ditto doesn't count. In his defense, he does have a girlfriend in the form of Miltank, so there's that. <laughs> Not the same. Not, Not the, the same. same. I would love to see Hisui and Tauros, like they're they're like trying to wrangle cattle. That would be cool. It'd be it's the start of Wagyu beef, the Tauros. <laughs> yep. Yep. 
I, I think that would be fantastic. I, like I think you could. I think you could definitely pull it off. I, I don't know what type it would be. Like it's a Tauros. Mm-hmm. Maybe make it in like normal ground. I feel like Tauros has always been a Pokemon I associate with ground, and I think it's just because every time I think Tauros, I think of Ash's Tauros in the anime, and the few times we saw yeah. it, and like one of the big moments it had was like it used fissure, and that's all I remember about Ash's Tauros. And there's a hundred of them. There are thirty of them. Thirty. A hundred. Thirty hundred. Thirty. Thirty. No, there's just thirty. With a little bit of rounding, it's a hundred. I mean, its BST is still low enough it could evolve, technically. Do you remember seeing the episode of the anime where, like, Ash makes it back to Palatown, and then, like, randomly Professor Oak's just like, and your 30 Tauros are here, too. And we're all just like, what? Because we get, <laughs> we get, get the those. episode. Oh, yeah. The banned episode. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just, like, happened, and we all thought we missed an episode, which we did. Uh, but not to our fault. Yeah. Uh, I, I remember being amazed by that and being like, 30 Tauros, huh? Interesting. Mm-hmm. So, like, even if you look at some other Pokemon that got evolutions, though, Mickey, like, they kind of, like, nerfed the things beforehand, kind of like Mr. Mime, Galarian Mr. Mime. God, I don't know. They nerfed him so hard. Well, because they wanted Mr. Rhyme to be cool, which was an unnecessary thing to exist. Like, if you were to talk about Pokemon that didn't need to exist, it's Mr. Rhyme. It's because they messed up Jinx so badly in the anime and all that. They, they wanted to complete their little trio they started a long time ago with, like, Magby, Smoochum, and... Yeah, like kid. And so they're like, we have Mime Jr. We'll just make this an ice psychic and we'll pretend this is what we were trying to do with Jinx. Mm-hmm. And we'll fix it 20 years later. That's what they did. Kind of, yeah. I did not like it. Yeah, I mean, Taurus would be cool. Or what about you guys? Do you think of anything that'd be interesting? I want to see a Dugong evolution. That's what I've been wanting to see for the longest time. Dugong is a bad Pokemon. Nothing about Dugong is salvageable. All its stats are bad. Um, it just needs to evolve. I've been wanting to see like an electric ice, like a, a fun, ele- but which kind of got messed up now that we have Arctis ult. But I thought yeah. that would have been a fun, a fun, like narwhal type look. A good electric ice. Wow. Rotom's feelings are hurt. A regular electric ice, like one that's just like functionally good. Okay. Rotom Frost is my favorite Rotom Seth. Okay. <laughs> it, I am also disappointed at his lackluster uh, performance. I mean, if it was freeze-dry instead of blizzard... People like the levitating, flying-type Rotom more than they like <laughs> the fridge, okay? Well, of course, people like memes, Thatch. Of course they like that one. They like, they like that one better than the fridge. And you know what? There's memes that you have at the fridge. You could name it after the fridge from the Chicago Bears, the 1985 Chicago Bears who won the Super Bowl. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. What was I thinking? You, there's plenty of memes there. There's a Super Bowl shuffle. They were the inventors of the meme, okay? Oh, yes, the Super Bowl shuffle, something that I and our listening demographic know very well. My dad <laughs> has it on VHS. It's a very surreal thing. <laughs> just to give some context as to the era, we're, just, we're remembering this as a VHS tape. Yes. <laughs> Rip. Yes, on VHS. It's great. Oh, I was watching something recently. Oh, yeah, I started Cowboy Bebop, and I was watching through that, and there was an episode where they're dealing with, like, a beta... A Betamax? Betamax, and then, like, it were describing how that's different than a VHS, and I was like, wow, I didn't even know this Betamax thing existed. (laughs) And then they're treating this VHS like it's an old thing now, which it was for the show's era that it's set in, but it was weird thinking about VHS, because I don't think about that anymore. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well what other pokemon would you like to see other than dugong what's well, seth it's your turn you have to do it you have to, t- you okay, have to pick yeah. something i've come up with three thoughts so i'll start Breloom? with one of them no no i want Breloom back in his perfect and unadulterated form thank you very much <laughs> but co okay so one thing i'm curious about uh, as far as when is this set 
a cup like a couple hundred years back, a thousand years back. We Overall, no it doesn't exactly, and it kind of doesn't matter too much. It's the future, actually. <laughs> okay, post-apocalyptic. That's like my that's like my one like fringe like I'm wearing my tinfoil hat. Is that it's the future? It's, <laughs> they it's, lied it's, when it's... they said it's the past. Okay, hear me out. They say it's the okay. past, but it's not actually the past. It's the universe that is invented because Cyrus was successful in Diamond and Pearl. The future Ooh. is the past, thanks to And he to recreated science. the universe, and this is the one he recreated, and Arceus is mad about it. This seems really weird, but okay, I, I'll let you adjust your tinfoil and keep thinking this. I'm okay with it. I've, I've okay, I let you have. A, I let you talk about armored evolution, so That's I true. get this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, where I was going with that. With Pokemon, it's kind of weird, too, because of how they evolve so quickly to their environment. They're kind of volatile creatures to begin with, not equivalent to things on Earth. So I'm curious if we'll see any kind of Hisuian forms that later originate in Gen 4. Something like, something like a, something, I don't know, what's a Gen 4 evolution? Weavile. Something like a Weavile that had one form in his in what is Hisui that then adapted later on to become the Pokemon we know as Weavile. Mm, I see, yeah, this is the thing that this is like the thing that I get really caught up on too about this whole situation with Hisui. Is mm-hmm. like I really wish they would they would treat then like the Pokemon in Diamond and Pearl as like the actual regionals. Like more so, and I don't think they're really grabbing onto that. I think they're just like, hey, it would be some cool like ancient Japanese Pokemon to make. And that's what they're kind of doing right now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's kind of what they're doing. Like, let's be honest. Uh, that's so. Is what like so is is what you're saying? Kind of, kind of that Tangrowth is just a Hisuian evolution of Tangela. Is that kind of what you're getting at? No, well, not Hisuian. It'd be like a Sinnoh, Sinnohan, Sinnohan evolution of evolution. Yeah, I don't know how Scyther works out. Only because there are, um, I, I like, I still think that there's probably going to be a Hisuian Scyther. Only because we haven't seen Scyther yeah. in, in the trailers yeah. or anything. I would love to see not Hisuian Scyther and just be like, hey, here's like a another item that Scyther can use to evolve. Some right? kind of like rocky item. Yeah, yeah just yeah. some rocky item. So it's easier to like, okay, so like my biggest problem with regionals and what they're doing right now is that everything's getting so convoluted. Yes. Yeah. The evolutionary lines are so messy over one item. Yeah, they're getting super, well, yeah, this is their solution to the Eviolite problem, which is horrible. And I think Scyther, you can get away without the Eviolite problem since it already has an evolution and we're just it's doing something different. Its base stats won't change anyway. Yeah, well, they probably won't. Cleavor's space stats will probably be the same as both Scissors and Scythers. Yeah. Exactly. I, I would love for Cleavor's to be exactly Scissors, actually. 500, the same across all three evolution lines. Number. Exactly Scissors. We have every reason to expect it's going to be 500. Um, yeah. Oh, yes. It could be the exact same spread as Scizor. I ho- I'm hoping it gets to come to Swish because I think that would be really exciting and a great way to just like tie in Gen 8 all together is yeah. to like let yeah. them come to VGC. And I think it's enough to shake up VGC because Seth, we've talked about it before. I think maybe on Battlecast where mm-hmm. we were, we were talking about how even the Pokemon that are missing now from Sword and Shield, like, they really wouldn't have a big impact on competitive with, like, the exception of Gliscor or something. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's a small number of them that have any sort of huge impact. Yeah, so we're not really missing anything at this point in terms of competitive. But if you're adding new stuff like Weirdeer and Gliscor, or not Gliscor. Basque Legion, Cleavor, etc. Yeah, if you're adding new things, like, that could definitely be enough to shake it up. Especially if just Hisui one of them. and Zoroark. Yeah, Hisui and yes. Zoroark. That one's That'll actually really cool. I'm excited yeah. for that. Mm-hmm. The only thing that bothers me is like how many Hisuian Pokemon are just Gen Five Pokemon. 
which is literally yeah. not what's in Sinnoh. <laughs> that does get me to what I was going to say next, though. Yeah. If if I can go two in a row. Yeah, if that's you can okay. go two in a row. That's fine. One thing, and this is going into Japan's history a little bit, there are multiple Pokemon that have heavy heavy tie-in to the sun, but there is only one Pokemon, to my knowledge, that its dex entry states that it replaced the sun in time of great need. Mm. I would love to see a Hisuian Volcarona. Ooh. Man, more Gen 5. Yeah, yeah. Fight me. What kind of typing would that be, though? Like, how could they change Volcarona's typing? With some of the Japanese flags, there are big sunbeams coming out of it, too. With that, you could, I don't know, argue Fire Psychic? Or just, like, Psychic Bug or something? Or Psychic Bug, yeah. But, yeah, I think it would be cool. Have the same kind of thing, acts as a sun, maybe take away the fire typing, but give it some kind of funky ability that makes it... or something since abilities aren't Flash in fire. this well yeah i mean th- so you would you would theoretically hope that when you get added to like sword and shield or even to home they get the ability right but they'd want some kind of flavor for the actual um legends game so yeah some mechanic that makes it sun like but that would be super cool because i just want more volcarona stuff because i love volcarona but that's just me volcarona is a cool mon i i would could see more of that I want something to happen to Macargo. <laughs> oh my god, that there's nothing you can do to Macargo to make it good. It has to evolve in my opinion. No, no, that's fine. Make it evolve. I don't care. If you like Macargo. It'd be really cool to see like steel type steel type Macargo line or something like Ooh, that. Yeah. I hate that they're in so many regional decks. <laughs> they do nothing. <laughs> and they're not good. <laughs> Just something to catch. They're not good. I mean ugh. Its special attack is 90. I can shell smash, right? It can at least do that. I think so. Uh, maybe. maybe. So, like, my memories of Macargo are very bad. What happens with that line is it's in uh, Pokemon XD at Gale of Darkness, like, when you start the game. They essentially give you, like, oh. one Pokemon of each starter type to, like, grab mm-hmm. at the beginning. Macargo yep. is the fire type, and it's so bad. <laughs> well, because, like, you get that, what is it, like, Mantine or something? Mm-hmm. I remember this. The, yes, things, yes, the yes, other yes. things are definitely better. Uh, is, the cargo is not the answer. They even boosted its stats by 20 yeah, from it Gen is 6 not to good. 7. Yeah, <laughs> it, is, it is not good. 60 HP stat. Ugh, there's just there's no redeemable qualities about it. It's got an no. awful typing. But you give it a decent typing and like you give it gyro ball, right? Like obviously just give it gyro ball. Yeah. You give it stab gyro ball and like let it play around and do stuff. I think that would be a lot of fun. You can make it fire steel type, or you could just make it steel something else. Give if you it wanted. desolate land. <laughs> steel rock. I've liked Macargo since Gen 2 because he was like kind of hard to find in Gen 2, mm-hmm. and you just kind of want him to be good, and there's just been no redeemable qualities about him for 25 years. No. I want him to be good. His design is like kind of cool. I'm not against the design. Yeah. No, I like the design. Living magma. Kind of neat. Mm-hmm. I just want him to be good one day. That's all. Mm-hmm. Just be good one day, please. Simple request. I don't ask for much. Just make him good one day, please. Be really cool. <laughs> so, Matt, uh, McGee, do you have another one? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Lost it. It's Breloom, right? What was I? Th- no. I mean, I think Breloom is perfect. I don't think you Thank do you. anything to Breloom. Breloom is a great Pokemon. Have we seen Pyloswine yet in the trailers? Uh, I don't I know. I don't know. I They've like done a lot with the ice types, though. Like, we've seen be- a lot of ice in these trailers. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Well, I feel like that's like their favorite. Like they have like a rest, they have like a flow chart for making regional Pokemon. And it's always like, oh, this normal type Route 1 Pokemon, is this a dark type? <laughs> and that's what happens. And then they, and then they're just like, okay, 
we want to make a cool, we want to make these fire types really cool and different. Ice type. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah. Yeah. The opposite. Yeah, that's the opposite. And then there's just like, and you know what? There aren't a lot of ice types in general. So Sandshrew, get over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have apparently seen at least a couple members of the Pilo Swine line. So okay. okay. Never mind then. They're not changing. All right, I found my Pokemon. I want to see something more out of Chimeco. Chimeco. Chime Echo? Chime Chime Echo. Man. Whew. Can't get my words right. It's late. Chime Echo. It's not even late. It's 6.20 for me. Is this one of those moments where you realize you've been pronouncing it Poketech this whole time, but it's actually Poketch? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Oh, my. I'm normally not bad with the pronunciation. I think I've just spent too many time hovering around people that can't pronounce things right. That would do it. Yep. That's, that's definitely Chimeco, to me. which is like sad. I got Chimeco wrong because it's one of the easiest names to read off and, <laughs> and understand what it's trying to do. Like it's not, it, you mm-hmm. understand what the play on words is with Chimeco. Yeah. Chimeco is a cool Pokemon with an awful stat line, um, and a bland typing. And I would love to see them do something with Chimeco. True. With like yeah. maybe a more rugged look for like the chimes where like it could be some kind of like wooden chimes. So like a, some kind of like psychic grass typing or psychic fairy or something like that. You know what's surprising? Have any of the Gen 4 Pokemon actually been confirmed to be regional? No. Like that's any what I was kind of getting at. Not that I know of. Like, isn't that weird? They should fix kind that. Kind of. But then, I mean, it gets back into this is now what Sinnoh is. Have we seen a Bibarel yet? I know we've seen Bidoof, but not Bibarel. I mean, uh, I don't think we have. We've seen have, it in no. BDSP, but yeah, we've not seen it in. I would love to see Bibarel. Hisui and uh, Bibarel, and he's okay. Maybe. They're going to give us a Sui and Gastrodon, and it's just going to be a new color with no other changes. Yes. Stop 100%. It. Well, they could just do a different <laughs> color to begin with. It's just a form change. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. I could I could see that. new co- It's the original color, the one that they were going to put no. into uh, Gen 3. Gen 3? <laughs> the Gen no. 3. Oh. What a callback would that be? That would be a cool callback. You know, they should save Lumineon. That's a mon that needs some saving as well. Yeah, that's true, too. It's just a fish with no special properties. There's also something going on with Wurmple. Because, like, the Ooh. in the yeah, yeah, Legends yeah. Arceus, there's, like, a weird thing on the back that's not there with other po- with other Wurmple. We have seen Beautifly, and I think we have seen Dustox as well in the footage so far. Have we? It can just go to a third route because that's the, inter- that's the fascinating thing about Wurmple. Yeah. You just give him a third one. I don't know that the Pokemon would be any good, but it'd be cool. Give me the one that's on Clara's headpiece. That's what we would want, but I don't think that's happening because yeah. we've seen Dustox. We've seen Dustox. I don't know if we have. I know we've. I know we've seen the Wurmple, of course, but it's weird. Somebody's told we'll me we've seen Dustox. I be- I believe it, but I just don't. I just haven't seen it myself. So yeah, maybe. somebody told me that person could be wrong. Yeah, who knows? It's also possible that there's just two different forms of Wurmple. One that does the normal route. Mm to those things and then the one that has that weird marking that maybe goes a new way but it's yeah. still a wormhole. That's the, like that's the one you have to find for the quest is the one with the horn yeah, or something. Yeah, the Suian wormhole, the little that's dot. True. I don't know. I mean people have noticed it and I'm sure it was intentional. Like they don't usually make design changes like that and expect you not to notice. So I'm sure yeah. there's something to it. My question and this is like this is nothing to do with our topic is <laughs> I wonder since we're having like this is just like somewhat tangential is because we get like Hisuian mm-hmm. Zoroark, we're getting Hisu- or Hisuian Braviary and probably just regular Rufflet and whatnot. Yeah, uh, these friend. Pokemon that are Gen 5 Pokemon. I'm wondering, do we just get like a Gen 5 Pokemon that's like not Hisuian? <laughs> like, I'm kind of curious. Is there is there a way we could see huh. like pa- like 
gens after gen four have pokemon just present in this region like i think it'd be really interesting to see something like mini or like there could be a mini or event have we not really seen anything outside of forms no oh outside of forms we haven't seen anything somehow i didn't realize this fascinating i mean i think i'm genuinely curious because to be fair like what we got most of the pokemon from was just like these early release videos anyway and then like the initial release video where they're just like here's Sisuian Growlithe that's definitely not evolving into Garcanine like I feel like we can all say that oh wait we've seen some technically I mean <laughs> technically we've seen Rowlet <laughs> uh, these aren't the ones I'm arguing about because I know I get I get your point I'm I'm getting into semantics yeah I mean those are gonna be there uh, I'm wondering if they're gonna push it even further though and like make something like like I said like mini or or another yeah. Or maybe maybe like young goose is from here, and that's the that's this is the region that they actually brought young goose to uh, Alola for to like kill the invasive species. Oh, yeah, I would like to get some of that, and then young goose turned into some bland thing that we see. Well, now, we we probably like, we probably still goose. like regular young goose and gumshoes, but then they could be like, that's how you get them now. That's how you get them in Gen they, Eight. <laughs> yep, how you get gum- I mean, that's how you would make Pokemon like that exciting that are normally boring. Because if you yeah, look at the ones that are missing, like we're we're talking about missing Pat Rat and Gumshoes, like it, oh no, it's, they're not generally exciting, generally exciting. So it would, it would be interesting. Like I, I don't think think you get something like Trumbeak in this game. Like that would be very out of place. But yeah, unless there was like a Hisuian Trumbeak or something, which I don't even know how that would work. <laughs> Japan is known for their toucans. I also feel like there's this part of them that is very apprehensive of going to, like, Pokemon that are too recent to make Hisuian forms out of. And same with Galarian forms. I think Gen 6 is the latest we'd see a form for right now. Maybe a form. I'm just asking if, like, anything regular would show up, like a Bergmite or something, you know? Like, Bergmite uh, Avalog just show up. They're there. That's, yeah. they're just there. Like, <laughs> and, and they migrated away. Because, I mean, there needs to be an explanation for that and, like, even just, like, Rufflet and Braviary being there. Oh, absolutely. Hear me out. Hisuian starters. Okay, I don't want to do this. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like, we know they're imported. We know that according to the little lore dump that the website had, the professor brought them with him to explore this region. Watch them as they go on our journey, adapt that's with like, us to Hisui, and boom. Okay, so that's one of the things that people have been speculating about, and I absolutely hate it. Yeah, I think it's going to be fun. I like it. I hate it. Maybe Decidueye will be fast. Ah! The only reason I hate it is because, well, there are two reasons I hate it. One, I don't think you should touch the starters and like make these guys like semi-special by being like Hisuian Triflosion. But honestly, like if we're going to import them into VGC, I'm sure these are the ones that are good. I also think that the revolutions are already perfect for like the theming of feudal Japan. Like you have, yeah. you have Decidueye who's the archer, you have Samurott who's the samurai, and then you've got Typhlosion who's the vo- literally called the volcano Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, fair. I know. And I I don't like it either, but I think it'd be f- I think it'd be fun. <laughs> it's a chance for Typhlosion to be not Charizard. I know. I feel like the time is coming they might try that. Like I, I feel like we've been kind of getting near that point for a while where these untouchable Pokémon might be touched. I think the way to do it is Megas, but that's that's just like pounding oh, on a dead drum. That's old. I, I don't know. Like if you listen to the interviews, I mean, I that reads a lot of interviews about Pokémon for no reason. <laughs> if you re- listen to the interviews from back in Gen 6, then why they came up with Mega Evolution, and it's because Junichi Masato goes, well, Charizard, and Char- I like Charizard being Charizard. He's like, I wanted to make Charizard cool and do stuff, but I would be really sad if he didn't, like, he wasn't Charizard. He's like, so I came up with Mega, so he's just temporarily not Charizard, and then he goes back to being Charizard, and he gets to, like, become Super Charizard. <laughs> Super Charizard. 
That's that's a really good explanation. That's why Megas work. I, I think if you start touching yeah. uh, touching these guys, like and giving them forms, like you kind of muddy it a little bit. I mean, yeah, yeah, because I mean, Ash Greninja like is kind of its own special thing, but it's also still only like a temporary form. Like we haven't left that realm yet. Like the argument I hear for the Hisuian starters in the community has been, oh well, we haven't seen like the final evolutions in the gameplay or anything. Uh, my counter argument to that is, yeah, but they're not really like the show, right? Like. And of course you won't. You have the only one. Yeah, you're not you're not waiting with bated breath to be like, is Typhlosion in this game? No. <laughs> so like, you nobody really cares about yeah. that. They know that they want to highlight other things. And on top of that, like, they don't want to show like too far into the game to begin with because I feel like that'll spoil a lot of things. I mean, they've shown some some like fully evolved battles. They they but have. There's like minor stuff. Exactly. The shock factor with the, these Pokemon that are your starters is that they aren't. That they're, like, gathered from different generations, I think. That's supposed yes. to be the shock factor. It's not supposed to be, oh, they evolve in a special way or something. It's supposed to be, hey, look, we grabbed Pokemon from other generations and we shoved them all together. I mean, my expectation is nothing will happen. I, I come into the game with no yes. expectation anything's going to change. But I'm also acknowledging that it's entirely feasible. It could. Oh, I think it's possible. I think I think it's possible. I Like, if I were to put odds on it, though, I'd say it's 75% like they just don't yeah. get touched. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just don't think there's a reason to do it uh, other than like there's going to be that half of the Pokemon community that's just like, yeah, we got something. <laughs> yeah. But I think starters are fine the way they are. Like, I, I think they're really cool. I don't know. I don't like Samurott, but that's my own personal thing. Yeah, I, I think Samurott's they should. Design. I think they did a very good job of doing that because this is exactly what I've literally been asking Pokemon to do forever, which is just yeah. take some say, take something that you already existing have and add like a couple Pokemon. Just a couple. You don't need to do a whole gem. Yeah. Just a couple Pokemon, sprinkle them in, and they did exactly that. So, I mean, bravo to the, you guys. Which is ambitious of them because their whole model for 25 years, especially when we talk about like how mm-hmm. they market and, and get, make most of their money, because most of their money is not made in selling Pokemon games. It's in the merchandising. Mm-hmm. And so that comes from like launching and the ramping up for a new generation. So to do all these sprinkling like they've been doing for Gen 8 is just a really – it's very exciting to see. I think they have such an existing catalog anyway at this point that they could be like, you yeah. know what? The Rowlet toys are selling pretty slow and they sold pretty well once. We could do this again. <laughs> we'll do it again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean – and then they just put Rowlet in a new game and then, you know, people buy Rowlet stuff again. Yeah. And same with like – same with like Oshawa and Cyndaquil. They're just like these sales numbers are low. I, we know we can make them higher. Like, I, I almost guarantee you that's what's happening. I mean, I'm going to buy an Oshawott and a Cyndaquil plush now because of this game. <laughs> I have the Rowlet one already, but, like, I will. And that way I can have them on the shelf. Because I, I think it's really cool that they just, like, gathered the the oldies mm-hmm. and Absolutely. brought it together. I, I just think using their existing properties is just, like, a really good way, way forward. And it's a good way to extend things. Because I can't imagine every three years them being, like, yeah, 80 more Pokemon forever, right? Because next gen's going to hit a 1,000 mm-hmm. or at least close to it. It should w- hit a thousand with the new ones that are in Hisui. Uh, we're gonna be just over nine hundred, probably, or maybe we'll be at like nine twenty or something. But yeah, depending on how many we get. No, probably not even because, like, I think new Pokemon wise, we've gotten three we'll revealed like so far. Yeah, I don't think we'd see more than ten total. I, yeah, I don't think we're gonna see more than ten new full full Pokemon. So you're gonna we're gonna be like under nine hundred and ten. So we'd need like nine hundred and or ninety some Pokemon in Gen nine. I yeah. think they should just do this again and like <laughs> I mean that's the exact amount Gen 8 was cuz we got to from 810 and we might finish at like 910. Yeah. So that's yeah, like 100 yeah. Pokémon. So yeah, I Absolutely. guess Gen 9 is feasible. Yeah, I think Gen 9 is pretty close to do it. You get 90 Pokémon. 
Yeah, breach a thousand. What up? I think number a thousand has to be something cool. Like number nine hundred here is like what weirdier. Yeah, I mean, I could see them stopping at eight or nine ninety nine and making a big thing about the one thousandth Pokemon. Yeah. Oh, they one hundred percent will. That is a mythical. Like number one thousand is a mythical. A hundred percent. So I, I think the next Dex is gonna like, stop right at eight ninety or nine ninety nine. Or hear me out. They pull nonsense. And they make uh they make a thousand Pokemon and they make a big deal about the hidden one thousand and one Pokemon just like Mew. Oh, oh my no. gosh. Yeah. <laughs> just tossing it out there. Very possible. Fair. Very possible. But yeah, I think this is a good place to stop because we're now talking about Gen 9. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's not coming till 2024 anyway. Uh, 2025, hopefully. Uh, We'll see. Uh, All right. On that note, we're going to kick it on over to our Pokemon of the episode. We will catch you guys on the flip flop. Poke of the episode. And welcome to the Pokemon of the episode. The Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 777. Togedemaru, the roly-poly Pokemon, closely related to Glissopod, I guess. Uh. <laughs> Yay, isopods, apparently. He's an isopod. Yay. Can't you tell? Can't you tell? He's a roly-poly, a crustacean. Look at him. All right. Give us a Pokedex entry. Absolutely. It's Pokemon Shield Pokedex entry reads, when it is in trouble, it curls up into a ball, makes its fur spikes... First spikes stand on end and then discharges electricity indiscriminately. That is a toga tomorrow. You know, like a roly-poly. Like roly-polies do. Okay, guys, it's fine. That's why it's called the roly-poly Pokemon. Roly-poly Pokemon <laughs> have a history of doing this. Togedemaru's <laughs> stats are kind of poop, but he's got a base 96 speed, which is actually like a decent speed tier. And he's got, it's like almost like Urshifu's speed tier, where like Urshifu is tuned. Yeah. Because Urshifu's at 97, uh, and Togedemaru's at 96. So you've got a base HP, though, of 65, which is obviously awful. Um, you've got an attack stat of 98, which is okay. You could probably, that's functional. Uh, defense of 63, special attack of 40, and special defense of 73. But the reason you use Togedemaru, if you ever use him, is because he gets Zing Zap, which has like a crazy high flinch chance. Like, what is this? Is it like 30%? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's a normal 30%. It's the normal 30% boosted flinch chance, which is just nice for him. Like, good for you, Togo tomorrow. And he gets spiky shield, so like, that also works. Yeah. Spiky shield, fake out. I mean, it's got, it's got some good niche moves that are very helpful, like good ability, um, fun typing. So it's got like, mm-hmm. you know, it has the, it has the Pika clone stat line more or less, but it's got some good gimmick to work with. I feel like it was made in response to the, uh, the Pachizuru at Worlds in 2014. <laughs> Where they're just like, they're like, oh, they made Pachizuru work. And let's make a Pokemon that can definitely work a little bit. And I feel like anytime they try to make a Pokemon that definitely works a little bit, like it, they, that's all it does. Uh, it's like happy it's accidents. Those are when, that's when it, it, it's fun when someone finds a Pokemon as like a happy accident that they mm-hmm. make work. That's why, that's what was the cool story behind Pachirisu. Yeah. Togo tomorrow feels a little forced. Exactly. But it's functional on this team, which is what matters. Yeah, Can absolutely. Can we stop making Pikachu clones, please? We have the team that actually made it through the uh, Players' Cup 4 and the uh, Players' Cup 4 and, uh, oh my gosh, whatever. What was the thing they just did randomly one day? I forget already. Uh, I don't know. But it may, it got third place. Uh, it's Toga tomorrow mm-hmm. with a Focus Ash Lightning Rod because that's why you use Toga tomorrow to take the Lightning Rods away from your Water-type Pokemon, which are on this team. And you can uh, 252 attack, 252 speed because you're gonna you're not even gonna zing zap here. You're just gonna iron head. <laughs> yeah. 
you're going to iron head uh, for the 20% flinch chance instead of the full 30. But that way you can hit ground types. And no immunity. Isn't it 30? Isn't it Ironhead 30? Uh, I thought, I thought it was. Iron Is Ironhead Jirachi. 30? I thought it, oh, maybe. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. I thought Ironhead was 20. No, Ironhead's 30. Okay. Why am I thinking 20? Uh, Ironhead no, is know. 30. You are correct. Volt switch, though, to, so you can get some slow, well, probably fast switching. Uh, fake out mm. for the thing, and then because this is VGC, spiky shield. So it's your protect. Fake out for the thing. Well, fake out for the flinch. You know, you just come out and go, boop. Yeah, We absolutely. wasted a turn. Hey. And I, I assume this is going to partner pretty well with the Urshifu Rapid Strike. Uh, that's a water yeah, type on this team. With Choice Scarf, Unseen Fist is the ability because it doesn't have another ability. 252 attack, 252 speed, just like Toga tomorrow. They're best friends. They're essentially the same Pokemon at this point. <laughs> Out of nature on the Urshifu because it's Choice Scarf. Um, and it's got its signature surging strikes. Close combat, Ice Punch, because you need Ice Punch. You have Aqua Jet as well for a little bit of priority. Uh, that's just there. I mean, I, I assume they pair well. I mean, it probably yeah, also awesome. pairs really well with like the big mod on this team since this is series 10 still or 11. It doesn't really matter at this point. Uh, so I'll let somebody pick that. Sure. I'll go grab for it. it. Okay. It's all yours. So speaking of the big boy, here comes the, the boy. boy. It's Kyogre with a weakness policy. The ability is drizzle. Of course, level 50 EVs are as follows. 252 HP, 212 defense, 12 special attack, 4 special defense, 28 speed, modest nature. So, big beefy boy. I don't know if those numbers are supposed to hit something specific with the weakness policy, but here we are. Mm -hmm. The IVs in attack are 2. I don't know if that's just because of how it is. They are irrelevant either way. (laughs) I think there may be some foul play number or some dumb thing. Anyway, moves are water spout. Thunder, Ice Beam, and Protect. Oh, it's a Kyogre. Big, yeah, it's a Kyogre. Big boy. I'm, I'm surprised there's no other backup water move with how slow it is, but whatever. I mean, you Dynamax, eh. who cares? Yeah. I can dyna- yeah, you can Dynamax now in Series 11, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, this was Player's Cup 4. I don't think player. I think Player's Cup 4 was still during uh during Series 10, but it, you're, you're, you might not even be trying to hit with Water Spell. You might just be trying to hit with Thunder sometimes. The next mod will probably help your issues if your Kyogre gets hit. So honestly, oh, yeah. actually, yeah. So next mod is Comfey, the thing that learns Grassy Glide, but it doesn't have it here. It's holding a Citrus Berry ability is Triage, that thing that, that gives you plus three priority when you use a healing move. That's notable because I think that's faster than Fake Out, isn't it? Mm-hmm. No, is it? Fake Out's plus two. Fake Out's plus three because it goes faster. Than it goes through the extreme, extreme speed. Bed. Oh, does it? I thought it was plus two. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's big plus three. I don't know if triage is plus three or plus four. I, yeah, I forget we, the priority. Look Let's it up while I'm reading. Triage, so, go. Um, the rest of it is, it's of course level 50 like everything. EVs are as follows. 252 HP, 100 defense, and 156 special defense with a calm nature. I believe that should hit some kind of weird jump point at level 50, but I don't know. It is plus three. Plus three. Okay. Fake out is? And triage no. is four? No, no. Triage is, both are three. McGee both was are three. Right. Okay. 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 So it'll it'll probably go after whatever fake out user is happening unless it's Incineroar because that's probably slower. <laughs> but yeah, this is a calm nature one. Its moves are as follows: Giga Drain, Helping Hand, Floral Healing, and Ally Switch. Can someone remind me what Floral Healing does? It's a healing move. So is it, it gives fifty percent health back. Yeah, or seventy five percent, or maybe it's sixty six percent if the grassy terrain is out. Which yep. isn't that interesting? Is relevant. Man. If only there was a Pokemon that could do that. 
Yeah. Yeah, there's mm. your healer for Kyogre. You just fire off stupid water spouts with that. I think I feel like you keep Ky- Kyogre in the back and you like lead Rillaboom something else. What's yeah, a Rillaboom? I can see that. Speaking of, yeah, we have we have a Rillaboom on this team. Funny how that works out. Right. It is holding a Rose Instance, which is the exact same thing as a Miracle Seed, just different name. Uh, maybe for some embargo or some other sh- item. Probably embargo or flavor. <laughs> embargo flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can all. The team has flavor. Okay. Doesn't matter. Two fifty two HP. Two twelve attack. Twenty eight defense. Four special defense. Twelve speed. Grassy Glide, Fake Out, Taunt, Protect. The 12th speed probably just helps for one-on-ones against Rillabooms that don't invest in speed, so you can get the Fake, fake Out first. Um, but really, just clicking Grassy Glide Spam. That's kind of what Rillabooms doing. And then, the final piece on this team is the Landorus Therian with a Life Orb, Intimidate, 4 HP, 252 Attack, 252 Speed, Jolly Nature, Earthquake, Earth Power, Fly, and Protect. Are we sure this isn't the Dynamax one? That looks like a Dynamax target. It might to me. be Dynamax now. <laughs> yeah, because I'm trying to see why else a Landorus would be running. Because I can see the Earth Power tech in case you can't Dynamax and you need to hit a decent ground damage and you have grassy terrain out and you're trying to navigate all that. That isn't spread, I guess. Fly is okay. Yeah. I don't know. Fly's okay on its own sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. I've definitely finished games with the Fly. So. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. That's yep. the team. That's the team. It's actually really interesting. We'll see if with the shiny Zashans we can manage a Toga tomorrow or a Zamazentas, whichever one's first, uh, with Toga tomorrow this week, uh, for the patrons. So keep an eye out of that on Patreon, patreon.com slash, uh, puckle podcast. Oh, yeah. That's the team. The team will be up as well for you guys to try out if you want to play around with it. So keep a lookout for that. I guess until then, we are going to kick it on over to the mailbag. It's mail time. Sending your emails. And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag is part of the show where you can send the email into us at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. We'll, where we'll read the email on the show. We appreciate everybody that sends them in. Uh, this week we've got two. But as always, we've got the Green Tauros badge that we'll give out to anybody. Brought to you by the energy drink Green Tauros. The energy drink that gives you hooves. Both feet. Hoofs. Hooves. Hooves. Yeah. You get that fancy green roll uh, for the next two months until we turn it off and we reset for 2022. <laughs> so keep a, keep a lookout for that. But we do have two. Our first one is going to come from Amanda. All righty. And I've got that one. Hello again, Puckle Crew. I've been on the fence about getting BDSP. I was one that was not into the chibi style when they announced it. But I got to say, I really like the quality of life enhancements in the features they've shown. The chibi style's really grown on me. It has. It really, it's, it, it's kind of like a, it's a callback to the original way, but also new. I like it. It's, it's done really well. And I think they couldn't really do like the sword and shield style with it anyway. So this is, a, I, I'm yeah. okay with it. Yeah. Keeping on going though. I played both diamond and platinum when they were originally released and the biggest slog was the HMs. I'm so glad they came up with a good way to circumvent them because I don't think I would be willing to spend $60 on a remake if they had not. I love the Pokemon following coming back, the upgrade to the contests looks interesting, and I'm excited for the Grand Underground. Oh, they just got a new trailer out today, too, uh, in Japan. Did they? In the US. Yeah. And it looks like, I mean, I don't think it had new information. It was just like, here, you can buy this one day. 
uh, type trailer. Um, but they actually showed, I think that it looks like maybe I'm wrong. It looks like you might be able to play contest with friends. And I am more excited about that than I should be. I'm really excited about that. That's the contest in Gen 4 were real fun. Seth and I are going to be competitive contest specialists. Heck yeah. <laughs> Battlecast that month is going to be a lot different. That, that's going to be yeah. a tournament. If that's possible, that's going to be a tournament. We have to have a, we have to have a Pokemon <laughs> contest tournament. <laughs> Uh, where was I? Where was I? Where was I? There it is. The only other thing I could think to add would be the aforementioned Mega Evolution. I'll keep my fingers crossed, but Nintendo isn't the biggest fan of going backwards as they see it. Also, I know it's a week late, but I have something to share. My family always does this first Halloween as a pumpkin, and now I have a little one, and I took some creative liberty. She got to be the cutest pumpkaboo on the block. Oh, he got. And he's an orange pumpkaboo, but that's because I didn't want to make him a pink pumpkin, just in case I wasn't able to make his hat work. But please enjoy. She sent us two pictures in this audio podcast. Sorry, folks, you can't see him, but they did a really good job. He he looks really good in the pumpkaboo outfit. The baby does look like a pumpkaboo. It, it's adorable. Yes, it is adorable. Uh, it, en- enjoy us thinking it's adorable. You can hear us squee by our emotion coming through <laughs> to your ears. You know it's a good photo. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for that one, uh, Amanda. We really appreciate it. Uh, this next email, and probably our last one for today because we don't have any more. We're recording this like a day early, but I don't know if that would have mattered. <laughs> this one's from Oat Neil. Oat Neil. That's a good name. Nice. Dear Puckle Onions, I'd like to start off my email by saying I've listened to literally every single episode of this podcast. I'm sorry. Huh? Uh, all 517, I assume. Well, you know what? He probably hasn't, because if he's not a patron, he doesn't have access to 6.5. Uh, episode 6.5, the hidden gem. <laughs> the hidden gem that it is. Uh, I've got a lot of time to spare since I'm only 14. Now to address the mailbag prompt, I'd like to say that what we need uh, to be, what needs to be added to BDSP is that they have more fire types. Preach it, my friend. Yes. I was so happy when they showed the underground and it was just like, here's a hound doom. And I'm like, that's good. An entire fire area. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, that's good. We needed that. I don't want Rapidash. No. Uh, is money more? I have plat, I have only played platinum and I would like more variety for my fire type since it's one of my favorite members of my team. I mean, platinum had more variety in fire types than diamond and pearl. <laughs> it had, it, I, I think. I think the only thing Platinum added actually to its decks, uh, pre-national decks, was Magmar and Houndoom. Actually, I think that's all it added. I don't think it added any other fire types, uh, which is still upsetting. But at least Mag- Magmar and uh, like Houndoom are cooler than Rapidash. Um, shots fired. Pew pew. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, another thing they could add to BDSP is more plot. What? Uh, playing through the game was one of my favorite parts is the detail of the plot. And I hope they have something like the extra stuff at the end of Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But with Giratina in the distortion world and you get to catch your mythical at the end, they could also add something to the guardians of the lakes plot. I would love, I I still want a dark ride episode. Like give us the proper dark ride episode so that like, and then you can kill the roaming Cressalia at the same time. Uh, (laughs) you have us go catch both of them and then we don't have roaming Cressalia. That's all I want. Not roaming Cresselia. Omega episode Giratina sounds like a fun time. Oh, no, that could be fun, too. Maybe make them all related somehow. Make them all related. Shaman, too. I'm all for demythicalizing Pokemon at this point. Like, it's cool when they were mythicals, like when they first happened. And maybe you can do the same thing. You can keep Manaphy and like Jirachi the way they are. Mm -hmm. Do we really need three mythicals every gen? I think Zarude showed that we didn't. 
Yeah. I mean, they're they're obviously going to demythicalize Arceus with Legends Arceus. Maybe you just see him and never capture him. Man, if that wouldn't that be like the biggest like yoink? <laughs> wouldn't <laughs> like the game's called Legends Arceus, and they're just like, yeah, you can't catch him. He's just here. That would be literally like the see, biggest yoink. But this do game, not pet this game. That's literally all like the game is about catching Pokemon. Like that is literally what the gimmick is in Legends Arceus. Is like you're catching a bunch of Pokemon. The reason the Azure Flute event didn't happen is because oh shoot, that's right, they already captured Arceus. Oh, oh, it already <laughs> happened. Oh, my gosh. It, it happens in the future, Seth. I'm telling you. This is the world that Cyrus created. Stop. After he was successful at the Your end. Your tinfoil hat's <laughs> scraping the microphone, Thatch. Stop it. <laughs> this is this is his universe, and uh, he decided that Stantler needed an evolution, which was a good change that Cyrus made. Uh, <laughs> which is a good change. And he's just like, rock, rock paper, scissors? Uh, and he made Cleavor. Yeah. Paper he, axes! And Cyrus saw all that he had made, and he said to himself, <laughs> it is good. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, that, I feel like that went pretty good. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I think that, I think they, I, I really do hope they add something in post-game. And it looks like there are going to be some changes, especially with, like, some of the high-res maps they've come out with, especially that of Pal Park. They haven't talked about Pal Park at all. And Pal Park's that one thing that you can't recreate as Pal Park. Unless they're just like, hey, you can connect your 3DS to the Switch, and you can transfer your Pokemon from Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Can <laughs> you imagine? I, I still want to know how BDSP plans on handling the Pokemon that were there from the Game Boy cartridge slot. Ground, Grand Underground. Oh. Ta-da. Oh, that's true, but that feels like such a cop-out. That's what, that's what they're gonna do. I know, and don't hurt me, though. Like, you're You've hurting me. have already seen Houndor in there. Wasn't that one of them? <laughs> no, that was Platinum. That was just a Platinum oh, entry. Well, okay, that, I got it confused. The Pokemon from the slots are way different. Let me get it real quick. Um, Gligar is one of them. I know that. Gligar is one of them, I, I think. Tangela is not, actually. Um, oh, okay. Tangela is not available whatsoever in Diamond and Pearl. Oh. Isn't that nuts? They were just like, yeah, we're going to get this Pokemon in evolution and forget to put it in the game. <laughs> Oopsie doodle. Oopsies. <laughs> Oopsies. Our bad family. No one wanted to play with him, did they? Yeah, nobody wanted to use the new Pokemon, right? I'm so <laughs> silly. All right, so the Pokemon that they added into the into the slots um, were Seedot and Nuzleaf. Uh, if this is with you have Ruby in the slot, is Seedot, Nuzleaf, uh, Ma Isles, and Goose, and Solrock in various different locations. And then wow. if you have Sapphire in the slot, you've got uh, Lotad, Lombre, Sableye, Saviper, and Lunatone. Uh, Emerald in the slot, you get Pineco, Gligar, Shuckle, Teddy Ursa, Ursaring. Uh, Fire Red in the slot, you can get Caterpie, Metapod, Ekans, Arbok, Growlithe, Elekid. Leaf Green in the slot, you can get Weedle, Kakuna, Sandshrew, uh, Sandslash, Vulpix, Magby, but Magby not anywhere useful, actually. <laughs> Magby, Magby <laughs> at Stark Mountain and Route 227. Not at the Fuego Ironworks. No, that would make sense. And then Early any game, game any type? game you could no. find uh, a Gengar in the ma- in the mansion in uh, oh, Eternal yeah. Forest. Mm-hmm. Oh. So I think it was like a really small chance, but it was like I think it was like one percent if you did to get Gengar there. It's like absolutely nutsos. So let me finish this mailbag real quick. Now I have a question for you, Thatch. Will you ever bring back PuckleCon? Short answer: No. Long answer: No. <laughs> 
No, just with more O's on it. I don't want to do that. I, I like I can't run an event again, guys. <laughs> yeah. I just can't. That's just old. He can't do Come this with me anymore. to Salt Lake City. I'll just be there playing. <laughs> I won't say hi because I'll be busy playing. So. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. But you can watch him play. You can yeah. clap for Seth. Yes, yes. you can clap for Claude him. He for won't me. And he won't he won't even say hi to you though, because he's gonna be like, I'm a star. <laughs> I am I'll speak to you in Elvish. <laughs> I love listening to those episodes and hearing everyone come together. We still all come together. Like, you, you know, like we do hang out. We all know each other. <laughs> uh, maybe we need to start Except doing more like family game nights, you know, Puckle family game nights. And then people can those watch us on stream. Discord. Yeah, we've had a good time doing it. We can just stream it on Twitch. Have a good time. Yeah. Uh, I know you'll have to wait until after coronavirus, but I hope it can eventually come back in the future. Uh, not in any way that you think it will. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Uh, none of the, yeah. If it happens, it'll be like Thatch P. McGee and Seth meet up at an Airbnb. Become my entourage. <laughs> we meet up at an Airbnb and we decide like, hey, let's play some Pokemon together on stream. If you all become my team yell, I will go in a Marnie wig. I think it I think it would be cool. So like I, they don't do it anymore or maybe they do and I just don't hear about it anymore. But there used to be these speed gamers that would uh that would for charity every year try to catch every single Pokemon within like 24 like 72 oh, yeah. hours or something. I remember them. Um and then they would like and so they would like do it for charity. And then they would, uh, then they would like raffle off a cartridge with like all the Pokemon. I guess we couldn't do that now because the way save files work, even if all the Pokemon were in Sword and Shield. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it would still be, it would be cool to do for like charity or something. You know, we all just like play neat. the games and like we all take shifts and other people play. It'd be interesting. It'd be a fun thing to do as a group though and like get to like play in that like gamer boy house <laughs> type mentality. Uh, this is my first email, and I hope it's understandable. Your devoted listener, Oatneal. It was very understandable. Yeah. Oatneal? Uh, I o- love that. Oatneal. Oatneal. With an N. Oat. Oh. Oatneal. I like oatmeal, though. Oatmeal, oatmeal is, is pretty cool, name. though. I'm all for the names without the wit now, after we have, like, people in the Discord like Marmalade. We're just Marmalade. <laughs> all right. So, on that note, uh, I guess Green Taurus Badge. I saw you guys told me you already voted for both, so. <laughs> I like both. One That's of them fun. got like a billion side conversations, which is what we like. What we and like, the other yes. one sent, <laughs> sent pictures of a kid dressed as a Pokemon. That's also so. true. So yeah, you can get the Green Taurus badge if you come to the Discord and you tell us that you're this per- people. Uh, yeah. We do very little background checks. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, so on that note, um, that's everything for this one. If you want to email us next week, let us know what Hisuian Pokemon you would like to see uh puckle podcast at gmail.com and if more things if you want to hang out with us throughout the week pucklediscord.com you can just come hang out chat uh talk about anything um and you could also go ahead and follow us over on social media at twitter facebook uh instagram tumblr i think those are the ones we're using now and then of course you could uh, always watch us over at youtube youtube.com slash puckle podcast i think we, i've got something in the works that will probably take in effect in, in December-ish time, which will go... It's going to be, like, involving patrons and stuff. It'll be a good time. And then, of course, you can uh, also check out... You can also check us out over at Twitch at twitch.tv slash thepucklepodcast, where I try to stream twice a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays. You can uh, come and hang out and just chat, and we have a good time. Uh, best way to find us, though, and, like, know what we're doing is to come to Discord. Uh, but Twitter is also probably our most active social media in that regard. You can, of course, always support the show by going over to Patreon at patreon.com slash pucklepodcast, where we do giveaways and we get things. We're still working on that green Taurus patch pin. We're very close, actually. We're getting, we're, nice. we're nearing in. We're nearing in. 850 a month. We get there. 
So we're closing nice. in, guys. Everybody with a ten dollar tier and above will get it. So on that note, though, I guess I have been Trainer Thatch. I have been Seth Vila, and I have been P. McGee. And here in the Ladder Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. Yeah.